Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off limits. All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome back. I hope everybody is enjoying the intention series that we have going on for the month of January. Coming up this next month in February, we're going to switch over to communication. And I'll go more into that each week and the steps of communication because I feel like when we don't know what to say, how to say it, or how to really dig deep inside to express ourselves, we get hung up. And I find that it's very easy to have miscommunication, especially when that nice, beautiful Mercury retrograde comes into play, which thankfully this year we don't have as many as last year. But today we're going to more wrap up our intention series with getting off track with our intentions. So we talked about why we want to have them. We talked about how to set them. And last week we talked about your actions, putting them into intentions and how that kind of works out. But what we're focusing on today is what happens when life hands you lemons. Some people like lemons. Some people don't like lemons. I guess it's a preference, right? Lemons can be sour. Lemons can be sweet. Some people thrive in chaos, but like we discussed in this series that that's a fight or flight reaction when you're thriving in chaos because you don't know how else to let go and release the trauma. Well, when we're trying to put our intentions into motion and we're trying to align ourselves with the best good for us, we have these trials that we have to go through, right? We, we set our intentions. And if we tell God, if we ask the universe for what we want, they're going to throw little trials at us to ask, is this really what you want? Is this the change you really want? Because you've been so comfortable in this trauma, chaos, fight or flight initiation zone for so long. Are you sure you're ready to step out? Are you sure you're ready to go to a new level? Are you sure you're ready to embrace the change to get that intention? Because what you want is bigger than what you are now. So in order to get to a bigger area of your life, you have to do the uncomfortable. You have to work through the aspects of your life that hold you back. And that can throw you off track. That can literally make you feel like you're not doing the right things. That why is life so hard? Why can't I get this? And you start spiraling into this negative mindset of why me, poor me, or more just everything bad happens to me. And you don't really work through the chaos in your head to get to what goal you're wanting to achieve. I guess a really good example that I'm going to pull from last year was when I was pregnant and in my head, my expectation and my goal when being pregnant was to be super mom, right? I wanted to be the athletic mom, the ones you guys see on Instagram, 
deadlifting, working out, running, having all of this energy, doing all of the things. And my body would not allow it. I kept throwing up. I was sick for numerous days. I'd go on a walk and I'd get dizzy like a vertigo thing would happen to me. My body was just not having any type of physical activity. It was telling me, slow down, rest, just relax. And I didn't know that concept because for so long I have been in a go, go, go mindset. For so long I have worked myself into the ground. And for so long I didn't know what it was like to not be busy. There's other layers to this trauma that kept unfolding. And believe it or not, they're still unfolding even into this year and even being a mom. So we're just going to kind of scratch the surface of slowing it down in that example of trauma. For so long, I worked two to three jobs, probably from when I was 18. Yeah, it was from when I was 18 to 25. And then I finally got a big girl job and I started working a big girl job and I then had another traumatic experience happen in my life where then I got two jobs again. So again, working like a workhorse, I didn't know what stopping to smell the flowers looked like. Then on top of working multiple jobs, bodybuilding, competition shows, trying to get my own business up and running, which ended up in multiple areas going different directions, whole nother podcast for a whole nother time. I constantly would just keep myself so busy living in fight or flight because when people would ask me, what do you do? I would have so much to tell them. It was like a checklist. And the sick thing about it is I thrived off of watching them say, oh my gosh, you're so busy. Wow, that's crazy. Good job. And I would feel accomplished. Like I'm Wonder Woman. I can do all. Look at me. Hear me roar. And what I didn't realize was I was actually putting myself into more trauma, hiding behind all of my baggage by keeping myself so busy, I couldn't work through the garbage. So then when I wanted more from life, when I would set my intentions for bigger and better in my life, all of that trauma came oozing out of my body because I wanted more and I didn't know how to get more because I didn't feel like I deserved more. And then I had to address that. And so back to the example of when I was pregnant and slowing down, When I slowed down, I had to address areas and aspects of my life of not needing to be the picture perfect person like Instagram shows you or Facebook displays or what people think is the typical ideal way of looking. I had to get rid of that cookie cutter image inside of me to find out what makes me feel good and what makes me feel safe. And when I started really leaning into those two aspects, I discovered it was okay to lay on the couch and not feel good that day because then the next day I actually felt better and I was actually able to accomplish more when I just listened to my own self and rested when I needed to rest. It was actually really ironic because then going into labor, 
the best thing for my body was rest. And I kept trying to overdo it like I always do. So the irony behind it all is when life literally throws you lemons and you're trying to get to your goal and you're trying to put your intention, your manifestation, everything into motion, you're going to be thrown these lemons to see, one, what are you not addressing that's holding you back from your big prize? Two, how can you overcome it? You can overcome it by slowing down. Think about what is going on in that process. Don't think everything's out to get you. Don't play the victim act of like, why me? Why is this happening to me? Slow down and address the bigger elephant in the room. Address why this is happening. Address why you're overcoming these little obstacles. Because once you start tackling the little obstacles piece by piece and becoming better and more aligned and growing in that aspect, all of a sudden, what you wanted, your intention, it comes to fruition. And all of a sudden, you have it. And you're just stunned. You're sitting there and you're thinking, how did this happen? Well, you did the work. And that goes back to action. But action doesn't have to just be the physical labor. It's also going to be the mental and spiritual labor as well. Getting yourself mentally right, spiritually right, is going to be the best thing for whatever big, grand opportunity you're wanting to seize for 2024. So when life literally throws you an obstacle, don't look at it as this is a sign it's not meant for you and don't look at it as you're undeserving or you're not good enough or why me? Don't go there. Because if your best friend came up to you and was telling you this and you would look at them and say, don't talk about my best friend like that. Why would you ever talk about yourself like that? And I say that because I watched a video this week and I'm a big, big mega fan of One Tree Hill. And I got sent a video uh, from this page of One Tree Hill. And it was Sophia Bush and Hillary Burton. They were talking. And Hillary Burton and her were pretty much talking about how you got to be your own biggest fan. And that hit me so hard. That hit me like a pile of rocks because I'm like, you do have to be your biggest fan. I watched another video and it literally said, you got to be kind of narcissistic. You don't got to be like the awful narcissistic part where it's like you're being rude and mean and all that kind of garbage. But you can be a little narcissistic where you can be self-loving. You know, you can be your biggest fan. You know, you're beautiful, you're strong, you're independent, you're worthy. You can be all those things for yourself and that is just going to elevate you. And on the days you don't feel that, on the days you struggle to be your own best person, I would highly suggest doing a gratitude list. And what that means is start small. I'm thankful for a roof over my head, whether it be in your apartment or whether it be in a house or a condo or or even, you know, let's say you're listening to this because you're living in your car right now. Well, you're at least safe. You have a roof over your head. Let's say you're homeless right now and you're sleeping under a bridge. You have something over your head. Start looking at things a little differently. Start being thankful for what you do have. You have running water. And if you don't have running water, maybe somebody gave you water. That's something to be grateful for. 
you got food on your table. If you don't have food on your table, but yet somebody gave you a meal, you have food to eat. Start looking at all the little tiny gratitude things and eat. If you can just list five, five aspects of gratitude, then you're shifting your mindset and telling that negative area, telling that fear that comes with trying to be better. You're really looking at it and saying, I acknowledge you. I know you're there. I feel you, but it doesn't feel right. This feels good. This feels right. And you practice your gratitude. But don't get me wrong. That's not to ignore the aspects of your life that you're trying to heal. You know, that don't ignore the areas that you want to become better in. Work through the ugly, awful trauma areas because it's like a flower. You plant a flower deep inside of the ground. You cover it with dirt. It's in a dark, dark area. It doesn't know when it's going to see the light. It doesn't even know if it's going to get water. It doesn't even know if it's even going to sprout and become beautiful. But every day you sing to it, you water it, you make sure it has the best nourishment, and pretty soon it starts to sprout. And it's like, okay, a little strength comes out saying, okay, well, I'm sprouting. I can do this. Maybe, maybe the light is near. And maybe a weed comes in and it takes a little bit of nutrients, but you pull the weed. Okay, back on track again. You're about to sprout, but you have to endure the darkness. You have to endure the rain, the water, the hardship, the hard work, the ugliness, the battles, and sometimes the stuff that really hurts you deep to your core. You have to endure all of that because if you don't, when the sun comes out, you're not going to sprout into a flower. You're still going to be a seed. If you cannot endure the weeds, the water, the rain, the darkness, the flower inside of you cannot blossom. You have to go through the hard things in your life. You have to address the hard things that made you feel the way you feel. You have to address the fear. You have to address the trauma. Once you address it, you put a face to it, you claim it, and you thank it, and you go forward in gratitude. That is when you're going to grow and you're going to sprout and all the things that you're wanting for the year, all of the intentions that you're setting for yourself, they're going to start blossoming. And it's not just going to be a bed of flowers. It's going to be rainbows. It's going to have glitter, unicorns, the whole pretty aspect of life, right? But don't get me wrong. That's not life all the time. So don't think that once you endure one hard thing, you're going to have this awesome painted over the bridge happy story. It's still going to take you a lot of things to go through to continue that happiness. Life is going to hand you lemons constantly. How you take those lemons, what you do with those lemons, and how you sprinkle sugar on those lemons is going to be up to you. And that's like your intentions. How you approach them, the actions you choose to serve them, the obstacles that literally are going to come in the way and give you detours, whatever it may be, the way you handle it, the way you proceed forward, and the mindset that you keep when you keep moving forward is going to be the determination of how you're going to get that intention to fruition. That can even be a weight loss goal. 
I'm not one for weight loss goals. I don't really like the scale. I really don't like numbers on the scale. And I don't like when clients say, I want to lose five pounds. That's awesome. But there's so much to that. And what if you gain muscle and you stay the same weight? That doesn't happen. So I'm not really a, a huge goal person on weight goals. I want my clients to focus on other aspect goals, but most people do focus on weight goals. So for namesake, I'm just going to go ahead and use that as an example right now, even though it makes bitter taste in my mouth. Let's say you want to lose five pounds, but in order to get to the five pounds, you're going to have to learn how to balance your lifestyle. You're going to have to learn how what proper supplementation you need to take. You're going to learn what proper hydration you're going to have to drink. You're going to have to learn what it feels like to forego a certain meal because you're going to eat a little differently. You got to experience the hard stuff in order to get what you want in the end. But it doesn't mean it stays that way, right? Especially if we are talking weight goals. Because if you're wanting to lose weight and you think you have to change everything in your lifestyle just to lose the weight, that's wrong. People make it sound like you have to start eating like a bodybuilder, lifting like a bodybuilder, doing things like a bodybuilder. Wrong. That's so wrong. It's so toxic. In fact, it actually is so triggering to me when I watch garbage like that on social media. Quit following somebody's cookie cutter plan that doesn't fit your lifestyle. Because when you get done with that aspect, guess what? You're going back to your lifestyle that works for you. And guess what? Again, you're not going to achieve your goal because you try to put yourself into another person's cookie cutter lifestyle. Get rid of the cookie cutter. Grab the lemon, cut it open, sprinkle some sugar on it, face it head on, and tackle your battles to achieve your intentions for this year open-heartedly. So that way when you achieve your intentions, they stay, they stick like glue, like harder than glue. They stick like cement because that's literally what you're accomplishing. You're putting down a foundation and you're building something bigger when you address the bigger picture. I hope that gives you a perspective on battling these challenges when they come up. I hope that gives you a perspective of how to take action with these intentions. I hope you go into 2024 with the most bravest time of your life and you embrace everything that comes at you. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, beautiful, charming, whatever. I want you to embrace every single moment and just love it. Love it so hard that you know that you became better because of the dark seeds or the bright flowers, whatever it may be. Like I said at the beginning, next week we're going to go into communication. The reason why I find this very important is just because of obstacles in relationships that can be caused through miscommunication. And I'm not no communication expert. I want to first address that before I jump into next week. And I'll even address it in the beginning too. I don't even have a major in communication. I've taken communication courses. I've had a lot of mistakes and errors. And when we dive into next month's communication, I will be sharing that with you of how things go so sideways for me and how they make me feel. Because I'm pretty sure 95% of you out there are feeling the exact same way I feel in miscommunication. 
Thank you guys so much for joining me in January through intentions. Can't wait to see you guys in February for our communications area. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, you want to just share stories with me, share intentions with me, shoot them over. I love you guys deeply. Can't wait to chat with y'all in February. If you like today's podcasts, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you. 